Welcome to Socialette, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in launching and online marketing. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a corporate dropout turned launch strategist, helping you launch your digital products simply and successfully so you can reach more people, grow your audience, and become the go-to brand in your space. Want to swipe my signature launch framework? Download my free ebook, The Complete Roadmap for a Killer Launch at stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Hey, welcome back to Social Let. This is episode 315. Now, one thing that has been coming up a lot with people in my audience is that I've noticed you guys are really worried you don't have enough followers or subscribers to launch anything yet. And that's simply not true. I mean, firstly, and I've talked about this a lot and I'll talk about it again, but firstly, launching is how you grow your audience. So that actual 60 to 90 days leading up to when you open doors to your course or your group program or your membership or whatever it is that you're launching, that is the time when you're growing your audience. So the other reason why a small audience isn't necessarily a bad thing is that it allows you to do things that wouldn't otherwise scale. So you wouldn't otherwise be able to do all of these things with a larger audience. Now, this episode, I'm going to share five specific things you can do to leverage your small audience if you have one. And you can do this before you start launching. You can do this during a launch as well. It can be really, really good for building that engagement, building that connection and really starting to learn more about your audience as well. Because often we think we know everything about them, but as the expert, we actually know a lot more about them and we know a lot more about their problem rather and the solution than they do and how they view things might be a completely different way to how we view things. Anyway, so here we go. Five ways that you can leverage a small audience in your launch. Firstly, you can start one-on-one conversations. This might be in your email inbox. This might be via DM on Instagram. It might be on Facebook Messenger. Anywhere where you are personally replying to their messages in, you know, like in a one-to-one format. Zoom, you could even, if you have a particularly engaged member of your audience or somebody who you really think would be like your ideal customer, Ask them to jump on a Zoom call with you. Offer them, you know, 15 minutes of your time in return for 15 minutes of their time. And you'll be amazed at the insights that you get from them. The next thing you can do is surprise, delight, and over-deliver. I mean, you can do this at scale, but it does become a lot harder, especially if your over-delivering is in a more personalized format. So, for example, if you are... Um, if you're working with clients on a smaller scale, you can really over deliver by, you know, extending their strategy calls a little bit longer or sending them free gifts or anything where you're just going to leave them feeling like, Oh, that was a really fun experience. That makes them a lot more likely to come back to you in the future. Likewise, you know, with people who haven't necessarily bought from you, maybe just your followers or your subscribers, maybe you'll reach out to five followers and just be like, hey, can I send you something fun in the mail? What's your address? And that's a lovely little surprise for them. 
Another thing you can do, number three, is you can ask your existing audience to share with their friends. Now, this is generally, this is most effective when you do it on a one-to-one basis rather than, you know, posting an Instagram post and being like, share this with your friends. Um, It's much more effective if you were to DM somebody who you already have one of those one-to-one conversations going with and being like, hey, do you happen to have any friends who might be interested in this? If so, you know, I'm a really small business. I'm just starting out. I would really appreciate it if you could share this with some people who you think might be interested. It means a lot to me and it helps me to grow. It costs you nothing. You know, something like that where it's really natural. It's not this like forced tag your friends if you think they're going to relate. Like it's not that. It's just more authentic and more aligned with you and your brand and your audience. Number four is to actively ask for feedback at all stages. So in your launch, yes, you want to be having that one-to-one conversation and asking for feedback from people as you go. So, you know, like um, if you've been having a conversation with someone and you launch and then they haven't bought, you'd ask them like, hey, like what's holding you back? Um, what hesitations do you have? Because again, you get that intel and you also can overcome their hesitations and get them off the fence. But when I say actively asking for feedback throughout, that might be also, you know, asking somebody in your audience what they thought about the email newsletter that you sent out or what they thought about the Instagram post or how they feel about a particular topic or a particular problem. You really want to get that two-way conversation. Notice how most of these are related on uh, most of these are related to like a one-to-one kind of conversation or like a two-way conversation where you're listening to them as well as talking to them. When you have a larger audience, it's a lot harder to listen because you start to get a lot more noise and you have to be really selective about who you listen to. Whereas when you've got a smaller audience, they're much more likely to be like your ideal customers and there's a lot less noise. So you're not listening to 20 different people telling you to do 20 different things. You're listening to maybe two or three different people who have really valuable opinions. Once you get a larger audience, you start to get, you know, like 20, 200, 2000 people with conflicting opinions and you shouldn't listen to all of them. Um, Anyway, the last thing that you can do to leverage a small audience is to find out what questions they have and answer them all. So you can do this by reaching out again, one-to-one, asking them like, hey, do you have any questions about XYZ topic or XYZ product or whatever? Um, you could do this in a live format. This does work also with larger audiences, but you just end up with a lot more noise, a lot more questions. Um, so you could you know, jump on a Facebook Live, jump on an Instagram Live, email your list and ask them, hey, what questions do you have? Put up an Instagram question story. Just ask them constantly what questions you have, what questions you have. Really encourage them to ask questions because often people will be sitting there with their questions and they're like, oh, I don't want to waste her time. I don't want to annoy her. I don't want to ask silly questions. And they just need a little bit of encouragement to ask that question. And often the questions that they ask are something that's like a blind spot for you. You just assumed that they knew it or you didn't realize that it was something you needed to dive more in depth into. Like this happens to me all the time. And often people will come to me with questions and I'm like, 
oh, I didn't even think about it that way. So super, super valuable to constantly be finding out what questions they have and answering them. There you have it. Five ways to leverage a small audience in your launch. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you're enjoying the show, please, I really appreciate a quick rating and a written review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Catch you next time.